Welcome to the Master Books Podcast, where we bring you conversations that will strengthen your biblical worldview and the faith of your family. I'm Jennifer White, publicist at Master Books, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. As host of this show, I'll be opening the doors to the Master Books family library of books, authors, and curriculum. For over 45 years, our company has been about one thing, ink on paper to touch eternity. In a world increasingly at war with God, we are publishing to partner with you to disciple your family, the church, and the nations. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Master Books Podcast. Today, it's my honor to interview Carrie Bailey, who is the author of Stepping Stones for Preschool, Simply K for Kindergarten. She's the co-author of Math K with Angela O'Dell, and she recently released Catch On to Cursive. So today she is going to share with us about the master books method that she helped develop as well as how she designed catch on to cursive to help your homeschool family win. Thanks for joining us, Carrie. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad to hear Carrie and I have worked together on and off at master books for quite a few years. And she is such a joy just to know as a person. And she has such a heart for master books and for you, the moms of master books. She's a homeschool mom of three, and so I'm going to ask her to take a few minutes and share her homeschool story. Like, how did you become a homeschool mom? What made you decide to do that? And how did you also become a curriculum author? Um, How I became a homeschool mom was some difficulties that we had in the public school system. And um, towards the end of third grade with my oldest son, we decided that we needed to go a different way. And so I brought him home to homeschool him. And then that's from there, we have just continued doing so. So my other two children have never been to public school. Um, And then I found master books. I was looking for something to teach my oldest son, um, grammar and, you know, the English language. And I really wanted to use the Bible as the core. And just, I was searching for curriculum that would have the Bible as the core. And I found at that time, it's kind of now been converted over to language lesson six. Um, But I was using, oh, it's elementary English and grammar And so it used the family Bible stories, illustrated family Bible stories. And we used that. Um, That was our first course that we had for master books. And then I had seen um, the math lessons on there. And so I started using that with my middle son to teach him math. And I loved the approach and how it was story based and things that he enjoyed and liked doing. So that's how I found master books. And then I'm not huge on Facebook. I use it for homeschooling things. And so I found the moms of master books um, group and joined that and just started um, being helpful, which is kind of like almost one of those. Um, oh, it's like something that you're like good at, but you, it's also your downfall, you know, cause you're, you just, it's like you are helpful to a fault. I get <laughs> and so, it. yes. So then um, Randy happened to call me one day, which totally made me panic um, mm-hmm. or contacted me, I guess, through Facebook and then asked me to 
call, call him. And by doing so, he asked me to be a moderator for the Moms of Master Books. And then they became to know me even more. And um, he was the one who had the idea for me to write the kindergarten curriculum since I have a degree in early childhood education. So Wonderful. Well, I'm so glad that he connected with you for that because you have written some award-winning curriculum. I, I just was looking through the awards and saw that your stepping stones for pre-K won as well as catch on to cursive. So congratulations to you and to all of you who are already using those award-winning curriculum. I love to see the master books in action shots of the kids that are so proud of their things that they've done. And especially one of my favorites is the armor of God with simply K when they make their own little armor and they take pictures of them wearing it. So cute. Yes, ma'am. So you said your background is early childhood development. And mm -hmm. so how did you take what you've learned and, and build it into your courses and into the master books method, actually? A lot of times curriculum tries to either pull from one educational method or another, and it also will focus only on academics. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, we neglect the whole child and we ignore the other needs that need to be met. But in order to actually help those children to excel academically, we, we can't neglect part of who they are because those things will impact their learning. So if they are not developmentally ready for reading, then we need to step back and just wait. It's not about their intellect. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they're not as intelligent it just means that they're just not ready. So we started, um, you know, getting that message across um, through the Moms of Master books. And um, that's kind of how everything just started falling into place. And so when I do a course, I always try to think about the whole entire, the whole child and, you know, their social emotional learning as well as their academic learning. Well, and it's made a huge difference in the lives of so many families who use our curriculum because they're relaxing with their kids and not forcing the issue. And the kid, kids are having more confidence and more fun and learning to love to learn. Yes, so we are so thankful for that. So today we're going to talk more on Catch On Percursive. Fewer people know about it, but I would love for you to tell us the age range that you developed this curriculum for and then how you uniquely made it biblical and uniquely made it fun. Kristen Pratt, who at the time was the curriculum development editor, we had discussed actually when we were planning Simply K, um, we had discussed a handwriting course and kind of what she would like to see from one and how it needed to be unique. And then I was giving some input on things that ideas that I had that would help to strengthen the child's muscles for the handwriting. Okay. So that's where that development comes in too, is you can even have a 10 or 11 year old child who has poor fine motor skills. And so the cursive course actually pulls in exercises and things like that to help the child 
to develop those muscles. I'm actually in physical therapy right now, <clears throat> again, <laughs> and I'm having to work on postural muscles. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing exercises to strengthen those. So my stamina is good to support my back. And it's just, it's amazing to me how awful <laughs> my postural muscles, they don't have the endurance. So I'm having to do repetitions to try to build up my endurance to help my body. And mm -hmm. it's amazing the muscles that you will use. And when one area is weak, you try to pull in leg muscles to help hold yes. you up, you know? And so it's the same with children. If they are going to write, you know, they have to be using those postural muscles. They have to use fine motor muscles and all of those <clears throat> have to come and fit and work together. Mm -hmm. And um, that's pretty much what we do with the course. And we also, we tried to make it fun. So we would give activities. Um, I had this idea when I first started, the, the fish theme came about by um, I wanted something unique. I didn't mm -hmm. want to, I've seen a tree house before used with the line. Um, I, I've seen different things, but I had never seen a fish theme. And I loved the idea of the boat on the line. So it goes between the midline and the baseline. And those are all a visual cue to help the student remember placement of the letters and where it should go and where it should connect and, you know, if it goes all the way up to the top, which was the pole line. And so that is a very unique um, to this course. It's unique for this course. I have not seen that anywhere else. And then, you know, a lot of times kids will struggle with going below that baseline and curving their, you know, letters. And so that's where we put in the hook line is all the way down. So they're going into the water. So it just created a little fun way. And by doing that, we kind of like, we wanted to bring in kids to make it feel like they were a part of it. So the best way to do that was that we have them being almost like a, um, it's like a little club. It's called Club Skeeter. And it, that's after the, one of the characters in the book. And so Skeeter guides them along the way. And he actually gives them biblical truths throughout the course. And then his sister and niece are also part of it. And um, we were able to bring them in and the little niece, Anna, she helps them as they earn little badges throughout the course. And there's badges in the back of the book. And so you can blow that up as much as you want and make it a huge poster board and just really celebrate it. Or you can just keep it within the book and, you know, just let them enjoy those celebrations along the way as they earn their badges. So fun. I, I think the fishing theme is amazing. You and I are both from the South. And so the Skeeter name is precious to me. And in fact, my little dog of 12 years was named Skeeter. So oh. I, love, I love that. I have seen many of the moms posting pictures of their children enjoying the fishing aspect of it. They're enjoying the writing, but just enjoying learning. Some of them never even knew how to fish. And so yes. this is even teaching them fishing skills that they will have in the future to use such a unique way to help a child understand, remember where the line goes, how to curve. You know, I just think it's genius. <laughs> Don't know about that, but 
it helps to give them visuals and right. it helps it stick. And I have tried myself with my children to teach them, you know, cursive using other courses and none of them have stuck. And so I think that is kind of the missing key is teaching them all the other parts to use their whole body. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're using all of our senses to write. And so I nice. think when you pull that in, all of that multi-sensory input helps them and helps it to actually apply it. Right. And I, I love that you are helping the whole child in that I can really relate to your physical therapy. I'm having, I'm going through the very same thing and I'm trying to pay attention to how I look on the screen right now to see if I, my posture is good. But um, it, it's so interesting how everything plays into even writing. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I've been writing papers or books or blogs, I, I get so fatigued from sitting at the desk so long. And I know it's because of my posture. So mm -hmm. how wonderful for the children who are going through this to learn the postures, to learn how to use their hands, all the things that are going to help them not just succeed at cursive, but to yeah. also succeed in all the other things that they're learning through homeschool and in life. So back to the mm -hmm. biblical part of it, I know that there's some parts where you talk about being fishers of men, that they're, that they're learning even the gospel and the Great Commission. Tell us a little bit about that. So each nine weeks, I focused on a different biblical theme. So the first nine weeks is fishers of men, which obviously ties in with the fishing theme. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about letting them be part of their family as discipling other people, not that we're asking kids to go out and do it on their own mm -hmm. um, because usually children are not equipped for that. Um, that's my job <clears throat> to equip my children. So what we do is we give ideas throughout the course for them to kind of think about ways to witness to someone. Okay. So the second nine weeks, we actually go into the creation of God and we start looking at all of the ways like the coelacanth that they thought was um, extinct. And then they found him. I can't remember exactly the date when it was, but it was several years back that they found a coelacanth and here it, it actually disproves evolution because that fish has not changed. So it's an ancient fish to everyone mm -hmm. that hasn't ever evolved into anything else and is wow. still out there and they didn't even know it existed. So there's things like that, that we pull forward so the children can see that God is the creator, that he is magnificent and that his masterpieces are us and his creation. Mm -hmm. And then we move on into... Um, <clears throat> the parables and the Beatitudes for the last two nine weeks. And so students will get to learn what those parables are and what's the application of the parable. And then we break down the Beatitudes as well into just each Beatitude. And so that way they get to see that that sermon and how we can apply it to our lives and not just to memorize just what that is, but to actually, how can this, how can I apply this daily? I love it. It makes me want to take the course. <laughs> I want to see all those Bible lessons. 
That's so great. And I wish I would have had it when I was growing up. My dad was very particular about handwriting. And I do have a good one, but I didn't have fun <laughs> or learn yes. the Bible during it. So thank you for creating that. I was looking at the reviews at uh, masterbooks.com of Catch on to Cursive, and I loved what some of them were saying about it. One lady said that her son had a horrible print handwriting, but his cursive was terrific because he's had this course and he hadn't had one for printing. And then another lady shared that her older student was using um, the older student schedule, which I'd love for you to talk about. And she said it was exceeding her expectations, how well he was doing. So go back a little bit and tell us about the age range of uh, who can use this course. So this course was written for a typical third grade student because that's typically when children le will learn cursive. I realized the last few years it's not it's not really being taught a lot anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted it to be where it was family friendly. And so if like me, I have a child in 10th grade and my youngest is in second grade. So that's a big span. Um, I wanted it to be where they could all learn it together. So if they wanted to do that, they could. Obviously, a younger child, um, depending on their reading level, probably can't do it alone. But the parent or even an older sibling could read those sections to them and then they be able to apply what needs to be done for the lesson. <clears throat> and then we created a an older schedule so basically that third through about sixth grade level could use the regular schedule. Now, if they've had a cursive course before and they kind of know some of it and they want to go through this faster, they could also use the older schedule, even if they're not above that. But we wanted high school students to even be able to take this and use it. And their schedule, actually, it goes through the book much faster. And then it even has... Um, like ways for them to apply the cursive into their other schoolwork, um, be able to go and read different documents and be able to write, like say that they're reading a book so they could take a chapter or a paragraph from the book and begin transcribing that into their cursive into like a notebook. So there's a lot of application for that, mm -hmm. but by doing it faster, they're getting deeper into understanding and applying how cursive is written and how to read it. Okay. So is the schedule for the older student also in the book or where do they find that? Yes, they are side by side, just like with all of Masterbooks courses, how we have in the very front, the schedule, and you can like check off the day or put the date and the grade that is in their side by side right there in the book. Okay, great. Perfect. So now we get to one of the parts that I love where we ask you for some advice for the homeschool mom. You've been <laughs> homeschooling for quite a while and you've gone through things that are unique to you. You've learned things along the way. And we'd love for you to share a nugget that you would have wished someone had shared with you earlier on in your journey. Probably the one that we hear a ton of homeschooling is not public school. Don't even try to make it be. I've mm -hmm. heard of people that are still doing, like they're getting up at the crack of dawn and their children are having recess at like eight o'clock and like all these things. 
it's fine if you want to do that, but that's not what is required. And that's not always what's beneficial, but we, a lot of times don't understand that we can break the mold um, of public education. And it is a mindset that we have to break in ourselves. And that for me has been one of the biggest challenges is break that mindset, not even just within my home, but of family and friends outside of my home. They don't understand or see. And we have to, as homeschoolers, own what we believe. Mm-hmm. So own what we believe, break the mold. Um, it, it's homeschooling is not <laughs> at all public school, nor to me should it look like that. So that's probably my biggest piece of advice. I think that is so wise. And and we've heard Randy talk about it several times, but it's so good to hear it from more people and, you know, and that you've struggled with it yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's, and, and paradigm shifts or mindset changes, they don't come easily, but to give yourself some grace and knowing that this is a process of breaking that way of thinking. Yes. Grace, grace all the time. Grace for me, grace given to my children. (laughs) Like right. Yes. One of my uh, sweet friends that prays for me, she prayed one day that I would have grace for every hour. And I thought, if that's not a perfect prayer, you know. Oh, definitely. Yes, it is. Yeah. So now I'd love to ask you, like, which book from the Master Books library, shelf, catalog, whatever you want to call it, has been the most impactful on you and your family? Um. I am going to go with Reset for Parents. Okay. I know that Todd Friel has a tendency to step on people's toes. <laughs> um, and I definitely need my steel-toed boots on when I'm reading this because he really, he just tells you like it is. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't mince words on think like what we need to do to change And he does call us to action. So I appreciate that. And I think especially in the time that we are living, we as parents have to be so vigilant in training and discipling our children. Um, It's I've never seen anything like this before. And I remember when I was a little girl, my grandparents would say that. And I'm not a grandparent yet, but I feel (laughs) that our society has fallen so far away that a book like this that calls the parents back to action mm-hmm. and and pulls us back in away from the modern ideas of i'm trying to think how i should word that um the like when parents actually are their child's friend instead of their parents mm-hmm. um So we have a lot of that going on or a lot of coaxing, like the parents are coaxing the children instead of discipline, which discipline at the root of that word is disciple. And that's what he talks about a lot in this book. And I really appreciate his straightforward approach. Absolutely. He was one of our speakers for the 2022 Smarter Way to Homeschool Summit that we put on. This summer and his talk about 
the family and teaching the gospel to your children in in applying the gospel to your relationships within the family was so outstanding. I want everyone to hear it and I will link to it in our show notes so that you can go back and, and watch that. But I, I really join you in recommending that book. I think it is mm-hmm. a very important book to have very- in this hour in these days. So ladies and gentlemen, I just hope that you've enjoyed the Masterbooks podcast today, enjoyed hearing from Carrie Bailey, learning from her experience and learning about how she's designed the Catch on the Cursive course for the benefit of your family. And we'll certainly have her back to talk about the preschool and kindergarten courses and anything else she decides to publish through Masterbooks. We're just so glad to have you, Carrie as a part of our team and the master books family. So thanks for being here. You're welcome. I appreciate you having me on and I love my master books family. Yeah. So I always like to leave you with a blessing and this one is based on or inspired by Psalm 33, eight, may all of your family fear the Lord and may all the inhabitants of your household stand in awe of our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see you back on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining the Masterbooks podcast. This was fun, and we are really glad you were with us. We invite you to check out masterbooks.com. We have a big library of books that will feed the faith of your family. And hey, subscribe to our channel so you won't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.